0: I'm going to read, I'm going to read, 2 Kings, I didn't, well, I didn't preach three messages. 2 Kings chapter 7, verse number 1. Thank you, help me, help me priest. 2 Kings, hallelujah. Mm. 2 Kings chapter 7, verse number 1. 2 Kings chapter 7. Y'all let me know when y'all got it and I'll read it. 2 Kings chapter 7, verse 1, if you had to say amen. I have my phone please uh, and I'll be able to time myself And uh, 2 Kings chapter 7 verse number 1 when you have it say "Man." then Elisha said hear ye the word of the Lord thus saith the Lord tomorrow about this time shall a measure of fine flour be sold for a shekel and two measures of barley for a shekel in the gate of Samaria Lisha said hear the word of the Lord thus said the Lord tomorrow about this time I I want you to say this and I want you to be intentional in saying it because people around us are sometimes fighting battles that we know nothing about so I want you to look at them and say this tell them just make it through the night you can be seated in the presence of God. Just make it through the night. Just make it. Whoo! Just, just make it through the night. I need somebody in this section to help me. Say, come on, just... Just make it through the night. Just make it through the night. Um, so I was struggling about which direction to go when preaching this morning. It's not because of a absence of biblical knowledge and information. Whole lot of word in this. You got 66 books and it's so living that you can take the same scripture you've always read and get something out of it you've never seen before. My question is, not just what is God saying, but what is God saying to the people in this room? The messages in this room either comes as a according to where you are or a preparation for where you will be. because the truth is all of us are maintaining in the season we're in and before you can get comfortable to master that season, then the season, right? I mean, as soon as you get that little chubby baby of yours and y'all get on a system, right, of the changing of the diapers and all of that, and you got things finally when you get things, now he gonna want to walk. And and now some things you had, some home apparatuses that you had to assist you with carrying him have now become obsolete. And now I got to change with the change. All we're doing is maintaining seasons. Hmm. We're looking here, and while I'm looking at the scripture, in the back, Pastor Westgate texts me something about Elisha. And that's, okay, God, you got a way of confirming who you want to bring to the surface today. Elisha. Elisha who was called to do something that he didn't ask for. No really, if you look at the beginning of his ministry, he was interrupted by a God moment. He wasn't in training to be a prophet. He wasn't in the school of prophets. He wasn't somewhere studying the annals of the sages and the history of his region, he was behind an ox plow. Shh. Glory be to God. He was doing something. You know? And it seems like not only was he doing it, he had became good at it. He had mastered the season he was in. I'm going to prove it to you because he he had 12 yoke of oxen. (laughs) <laughs> glory be to God 12 is a symbol of foundation I want you to know that where you are right now where you are right now is really only the foundation and that's why it seems like this season has been so long because before God build you any higher he must make sure that your marriage has a good Foundation. Two. Before he put any more on you, he needs to make sure mentally you've established a good foundation. Before he put any more money in your hand, he needs to make sure you have good financial foundation. And oftentimes, in the season of building a foundation, you seem uh, seems mundane. It Seems like, what is this about? And you can even feel stuck. But I need you to look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, you're not stuck. (laughs) Tell them you're being processed. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. Because oftentimes we think we're somewhere we're not. But God is so committed to who He knows you to be. That he'll keep you locked in in the moment you're in to establish you, to build a foundation, to be a well that others can pull from generations later. Ooh, I I don't have time to talk to you about it, but it's Jacob's well. It's Jacob's well that Jesus sits on to minister to a woman. That brings revival to Jacob has been dead for generations, but a well has been dug that people can still draw from. And a, and a well is not dug on the surface, the well is dug underneath. I come to speak to somebody who's been cursing the season you're in. This is a foundation season for you, and this season is necessary. And if it seems like you've been in it for a long time, celebrate that because the longer he builds the foundation is a reflection of how tall the structure will be. I need 50 people in this room and shout. Tell him he must be building something big with me. Oh! I'm sorry. All of those years all of those years working in a clothing store hearing God call me to preach all of them years pinning. People's pants on my knees, all of them years running back and forth to alteration shops and hanging clothes and pulling out racks for sidewalk sales for people who will not coming. All of them years of standing on my feet on cement floors, all of those shears. I'm thinking this looks nothing like what you called me to do.
1: And come to find out, it was preparing me all the time. Because while I was serving people in the clothing store, God was training me how to serve them in the church. Y'all not saying none of me in here. Look at your neighbor, tell your neighbor, this season is preparing you. If you could
0: just make it through the night. Do you know what I mean? So... Hey, you know Elisha, whose life got interrupted, seemed like the most unlikely to be the successor of Elijah. Especially the shoes he must feel. Then now we know not only is he graced to be a prophet, but he has the mantle of the master prophet, and it is declared that he has a double portion. Whew. I want to speak to someone in this room that you feel overwhelmed by the expectation of the people around you. Don't get stressed out concerning the journey. Focus on the steps. Don't get overwhelmed with your journey. I'm not screaming real loud, but I'm preaching real hard. Don't get overwhelmed with the journey because when you start looking at the map of the journey yeah. and you say okay i'm here but i got another birthday coming up i'm here and if all of this is gonna happen come on come on be, be honest with me for many of us birthdays give us mixed emotions
1: it gives us mixed emotions because i had expectations on myself that I I anticipated to be somewhere
0: different yeah. At this age I expected to be married by now
1: I expected to have more financial stability by now I expected to have more kids than I have right now I expected to be in a travel I expected to be working in my career And this job is not it
0: wow. on, But I want you to lay your hands on your neighbor's shoulder And if you don't do it, you're being disobedient. (laughs) I looked. He's not reaching for somebody now. Come over here. I don't want to be disobedient. Tell them you are officially released. Tell them today you are officially released from any timeline.
1: So get overwhelmed with the journey I'm focusing on this step okay you want me here I stay here until I get the next guy. Or oh, you want me over here I stay right here until you tell me to move I'm gonna not moving because I have no more time to waste I'm not on my timeline I'm on your timeline so when you tell me to move I'll be ready I'm not,
0: not gonna be overwhelmed with the journey I'm gonna focus on the, on the steps and God uses him God uses him to lead the people who sat back and discussed him this is why you gotta keep your heart pure cause y'all are so ready to label everybody as the devil and y'all are master you have a masters in cutoff theology but after a while If you cut off everybody who's not perfect like you are, there's no one going to be left in your life. This is what you need to get. Everybody who mistreated you or mishandled you, I'm about to say this, and some of y'all are not going to receive it. You got to get it. It wasn't intentional. Some people hurt you and they didn't set out to hurt you. No, what they did, it hurt you. But it wasn't intentional. Now I know it's hard for you to grasp that, but let me ask you a question. Are y'all ready for the question? Have you ever hurt somebody? <laughs> can I can I look it's, it's Sunday morning, y'all? We here, we this is the mother church. We family. Can we talk? Have you ever talked about somebody? what if everything you said about somebody got back to them and now you're having a whole breakdown because because you heard what one thing somebody said about you one thing you gotta grasp the fact you gotta grasp is people are talking all the time so if you've been talking all the time and it didn't stop me my knowledge of it now shouldn't
1: If I was able to speak to you before I found out what you said, guess what? I can speak to you now. That's the part of the story we don't
0: talk about. The other prophets are sitting back having conversations about Elisha. Because it seems like Elisha is with them, but he's not. I want to speak to somebody in this room who battles with the mindset that you don't belong. Yes, you do. I mean, I don't know if I really, I don't know if I belong. I I don't feel like I belong. No, you do belong. Oh, yes, you do. No, no, that's why, that's why you can't leave. That's why even when you're not here, you still tune in online. Because you belong. The issue is not whether you belong. The issue is that you don't fit in. And that's different. Maybe you don't supposed to fit in. I supposed to belong, but I don't. So maybe some of us messed up because we tried to fit in instead of just belong. Tell them, tell your neighbor, don't worry about fitting in. Just belong. Shh because he belongs but he doesn't fit in and why does he not fit in because the people that he's around are the people he's going to be called to lead and now they follow him they follow him because he's close enough to have influence but distant enough to be respected Mm. close enough to have influence but distant enough to be respected Close enough to have influence, but distant enough to be respected. I pray you find that balance. I pray you find that balance in opening your own company and being the employer that people are comfortable with. But being distant enough that they know to be here on time because I love you, but I will fire you. I I pray I pray I pray you'll get that revelation as a prophetic voice to your friends to your family members and your church members that you can embrace them and love them but I can't hang out with y'all everywhere y'all go because you alls conversations turn too much and I'll laugh with you and then when it's time for me to speak into your life you won't respect my voice so no, I see you at church but I ain't coming to your house because I gotta be close enough to have influence but distant enough to be respected Because sometimes fit it in puts you in compromising position. Yeah. I'm talking to you all. You parents who are trying to now be your children's friend instead of being their parent. I know y'all having girls night out. You and your eight-year-old daughter. And y'all go having spa day together. It's real cute. I saw your pictures. It's real cute. But no, you don't call me Dolores. You call me mommy. Mm. No, no, call me. No, no, no. I'm your daddy. You don't call me by my first name. Because you need to be reminded after we play basketball together. You don't slam doors in this house because you don't pay rent in this house. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Jesus looked at Mary and said, don't touch me. Why? Because she was still calling him rabbi. And didn't have a revelation that he was father and savior and redeemer. You got to tell people who don't have a revelation of you, you can come close, but don't touch me. Because your proximity to me can cause you to miss. Not who I was, but who I am. Don't you realize
1: there's some people only have capacity for who you used to be? But I'm telling you, I am no longer shrinking to make you feel comfortable with my past. I'm no longer shrinking to make you feel comfortable with who we used to be and what we used to do. That's not me anymore.
0: And this is this has been my challenge i talk to y'all because it seems, I know y'all are kind of, and and Brian, y'all kind of um, Patrick. Y'all kind of, uh, y'all look like twins, I mean. Y'all kind of, uh, y'all look kind of more honest people. Have you ever gave a courtesy to conversations that, that convicted you? Well, why did you go along with it? Why did you go along with it? Not because you had to, but sometimes we compromise um, to give a courtesy yeah, that's right. to past relationships that's and right. friendships.
1: That's right.
0: That's right. That's right. Stuff that you're embarrassed about, when well, you think about it and they're like, do you remember child when we used to, and you're like, yeah. <sighs> <laughs> I was hoping you forgot. We don't talk about Bruno. No, 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 no. no that was an inside joke. <laughs> and so, I- Elisha is leading. Man, oh, I never did get to my text. Anyway, Elisha, Elisha is leading. But why Elisha is leading? In the beginning administration of his ministry, you know, God has given him miracles. But the, the, the initial quick miracles are preparing him for the great challenge. No, really. Sometimes God will <laughs> give you all these testimonies back to back to back to back. All of those quick testimonies are to build your faith for what's coming. No, 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 really. He's giving you, he's giving you references that says, all right, now, look how faithful I am. Look how faithful I am. Look how, look how, look how strong I am. And now you're looking at the whole Syrian army. Because I'm telling you, my God, when you get in those moments, you got to remember. You got to recall it back to your mind. Now, I, I may, hey, I may, I may not have ever had to face this before, but I have faced some things before. And so uh, the Syrian army is surrounding Samaria. And I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you how strategic this is. They're surrounding the city of Samaria. Now, why don't you just go in and attack them? Y'all a stronger army. The people in Samaria, just go in and attack them. No, 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 no. They surround them. Don't lift a finger. Just sit outside the city. They said instead of us using our energy to try to run up in that city we just we'll block their trade we'll block their going in and coming out we'll cut them off from their water source and this is what the enemy does see all of us are ready for Kung Fu Panda spiritual warfare I won't come out oh I hear you devil no 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 But can you handle the subtle movement of warfare that comes as fleeting thoughts? Can can you handle that? It's that warfare where the enemy says, I'll just cut you off, I'll start letting you get so much in your head that you start disconnecting yourself from your source. Now, I'll let you get so much in your head that you start pulling away from trade. Uh, let, let me make it spiritual so you understand. When I said trade, our relationships have reciprocity connected to it. That means this is why we need church. Because I can get, I can have God by myself, but I can't have church by myself. Because church deals with ecclesia. It means a connectivity. It means a called out body of people. What a revelation that there's some things I can only get from God when I connect with you. I got to prove it to you. He says,
1: well, there's two or three of you gathered in my name. He says, hey, I'll come down in the midst. There is an expression of God's glory that's only experienced when we connect with other people. And some of you are dealing with some things in your life that you cannot break on your own. Because one only has the ability to chase a thousand. But
0: Because that man in the Bible days, he had legions. See, this is why some of you are so hard. Because you think you're dealing with one spirit. But when the enemy says he's going to destroy your family, he calls for backup. There's something, hey, there's something. Even the enemy understands the power of alliances. The, the Bible says when one okay
1: I gotta close out now when one devil is cast out he goes get seven more. Worship. I wish the church would get like that. I wish the church okay the devil you've been acting up in my house. Hey can y'all come by here? What can y'all come by here around three thirty? I need uh, I need y'all's oil. Bring your prayer shawls.
0: No really. I grew up in a family that if the if the enemy acted up too bad, they would go through that house putting oil on the door. I mean, you would come in the house, you see oil everywhere. Like. Mm-hmm. I didn't grow I didn't grow up in the Catholic Church and I'm not coming against the Catholic Church. I just didn't grow up in the Catholic church where a priest would go in and she would have shake your hand going like this and saying, a Hail Mary
1: full of grace. Uh, no uh, I came up a Satan, the blood of Jesus. I'm not scared of you. I see your work, Sloop, good, come up out of here,
0: and that's when you know. You're under demonic oppression when you start pulling away. Sanctification is of God. Isolation is of the enemy. Being set apart. Now he said, "I just pulling away. I'm pulling away. Anytime you pull away, God is pulling you away for a purpose. He's not just sanctifying you from; He's sanctifying you to. Yeah, if you didn't pull it away from everybody, but you don't have an assignment, you're not being sanctified. You've been isolated. And that's exactly what the enemy wants you because he wants to pull you away from the flock because the strength of the flock, the flock's defense is the numbers of the flock. How do sheep fight? Come on, <laughs> they come, together. come on, together. Glory be to God. They put their heads together. Yeah my god and anything the enemy tries hey mom, get thee behind me say that it's it's in the numbers so the so the enemy try to block off their trade and says and this is what he does this is when you're gonna know it's the enemy and i'm gonna I'm make this point and i'll finish it up another sunday right this is when you know it's the enemy because while they're sitting outside of the city the people are going crazy on the inside And what do they start doing? They start fighting each other. Devil, get out of here. Hold on. No, he's not in here. He's out there. But his presence is causing inward conflict. His. you You can't let your fears put your children in bondage. You can't let your insecurities because of what's going on in the world and your girlfriend's husband cheated on her. Now you now you you're assaulting your own husband because of something going on out there. Now, you, let me see your phone. Hold on. What did I? I just came home from work now. Hold on now. There. All right. The enemy start allowing your fears and insecurities to start cause you to turn on each other to the point. Two things happen. Artists, thank you for your patience. Two things happen. First, the king blames the prophet. He's the king. But he blames the prophet. Be very careful when you start going through things in your life that you blame the people who've been there for you. <laughs> but what ends up happening the only reason why they're blaming you because you're a tangible representation of what they can't touch because the truth is they're really mad with God the prophet represents God and there's a famine now because the enemy is surrounding them and I can't put my hand on God so I put my hand on the one that speaks for him you gotta make careful. Because this is what y'all do. You punish those who stayed with you. And See, that's why because I, I ain't got nobody. Who are you talking to? I'm right. You end up punishing them. So they want to kill the prophet. He wants to kill the prophet. So this is what happens. want to kill the prophet. And then the second thing, the people become cannibalistic. The prophet, the king is walking in distress. He says, my kingdom is falling apart. The people are hungry and just calling apart. Then he hears two women arguing and he listens to what they're arguing about. And the king said, what's going on? No, because she said that we could kill my baby yesterday and eat my baby. and We would kill her baby tomorrow and eat her baby. But now she's hiding her baby because yeah, she's full now. Because when you're hungry, it compromises your principles. Things you said you would never do. You can't listen, you can't hang out with the wrong people when you when you're hungry. Were you hungry and thirsty? Were you hungry and thirsty? When that thirst hits you, you got to know what you need to be a Friday night prayer. You need to know you need to be a Tuesday five. You need to know what you need to get here nine thirty prayer, and you need to stay for the afterflow. When that thirst hits you, it's a little different for everybody else because some of the people have curiosity, but you got an appetite. You know what pizza tastes like and when that, thir- and that thirst is real when that thirst hits you there's some people you can't hang around because that hunger
1: will make you compromise your principles and you'll end up doing something you said you would never do I would never do that oh but that hunger hits you and after
0: a while it gotta be him cause that's my standard But then, because it ain't him, that hunger hit a little bit. And it ain't gotta be him. It can be him and I just think about him. But Lord, I've been trying to walk with you and hold myself out. But now him or him ain't doing it.
1: And so no, her will do. My God, y'all not center. Because when that hunger hit, you'll do stuff you said you would never. Oh no, y'all ain't got tight on me. I know what I'm saying in here. Walk through him after why while it just need
0: to be somebody not a person some somebody a body thank you so much for coming to church today if you're watching us online welcome to the ramp church international you gotta be i'm serious you gotta be eat on my shame y'all think I'm playing? Some of y'all sitting in this room right now you don't realize a deliverance an arrow of deliverance just went out and we just expose a web of deceit of the enemy
1: oh my dear see am shine the light Lord hey. shine the light Lord or oh, my boss will come back for what's necessary shine Shine the light, Lord.
0: Kill that prophet. That prophet said, You in your feelings right now? I could kill you, but I ain't gonna do it. Because you're in your feelings. Just tell the king why he in his feelings. By this time tomorrow, God gonna shift the economic status of the city. By this time tomorrow, everything is gonna flip back upside right. By this time tomorrow. So so what is he saying? All you gotta do is make it through the night. (laughs) I just wanna tell somebody, that's your assignment now, but you gotta be careful how you handle when the Lord sends you a word. 'Cause one of the one of the assistants of the king said, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You tell me people are killing their babies, eating them, and he telling me everything gonna shift by morning? What do you think God gonna do? Open up a window in heaven? Won't he will? Malachi chapter three says, Prove me now. Here we've said the Lord of hosts. If I will not open unto you The windows of
1: heaven And pour you out a blessing That you won't have room enough to receive Put your hand on your neighbor's shoulder and say Hey neighbor It's gonna flip by morning But you got one assignment Whatever you do You gotta make it Whatever you do you got to survive it tell them make it through the night because david left it on record and said for his favor is life and his anger is for a moment we've been endure for a night but joy is coming in the morning i want you to send the word down your road Say said name It ain't here yet, but you ain't got long from now where the sun is going to come up. I gotta make it. I gotta make it till morning. If I can't run, then I'll walk. But I got to make it. If I can't walk, I'll get down and crawl. But I'm going to make it. I stand right here. What you talking about, Bishop? I stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Pull on your neighbor. Say, You gotta make it. There's a promise over your life, there's a word concerning your future. And if God says it's gonna happen by morning, declares that the night season uh, was not set up uh, to destroy me. Uh, The night season uh, wasn't set up uh, to dismantle me. Uh, But my night season uh, was established uh, so I can prepare uh, for what he's going to do by morning. Uh, Scream at somebody. uh, Tell them Monday Morning. Everything is about to change. Y'all didn't say it right. Y'all. Everything is about to change. I'm going to test y'all out. Praise them like you see it. Shout like you got it. Scream like you see it. Jump like you got it. Survive it. Cry if you have to cry. But survive it forgive and survive it release who you need to release survive it. it
0: because it's just a season it's not forever when it feels like it because I'm gonna be honest Y'all see how I told y'all? I was working in that clothing store, and I was doing the alterations, and I was doing. And I, and I said it, and I I told y'all all of that in thirty seconds, thirty to forty-five seconds. That was an eight-year journey. Yeah. Wow! But can I be honest with you? There are days I forget. No, no, no. The days, what I cursed, I look back and I smile about it. Yeah. Wow. I'm serious. To the point I'll be in Macy sometime and I'll be dressed up, and somebody said, "Excuse me, sir, can you help me?" And I never forget the day I couldn't wait, that I didn't have to wait on people and like wait on people, and like wait on people. Uh-huh. And now, I' him now in Macy's a bishop and running several thriving organizations. And I got a suit on, that's not my uniform, but it has my name on the inside of the jacket. It's one of the, the first of my new line of clothing. And while I'm standing in Macy's, this lady walks up to me and says, excuse me, can you help me? Well, yes, ma'am, what do you need? Well, I'm trying to find a suit for my husband, and he's so particular. I said, okay, but I'll tell you what you what you need for him. I know you want to push him a little bit more, but what you do, do uh, set up, up these conservative colors that he's accustomed to, so he's not too, you know, too moved off. And then just give him a little splash of color. So we'll stay in these earth tones, or we'll do a navy blue, because a navy blue suit is something that you can always uh, go with. And let's put this tie and do this. And so she said, like, oh, he's not going to wear a tie. I was like, okay. okay, if he doesn't wear a tie, because some men, if they don't wear ties, usually they feel claustrophobic, feel like they're going to choke. So just take this pocket square and this pocket square, do it for him and get the right collar. Oh, not this collar, get this collar right. Oh, yes, okay, I'm going to do this collar. I'm going to put this pocket square in it and just a little hint of it. And she said, like, you know what? I really appreciate you. And I want to make sure. Now, I got to go pick up something in the other section for me, but I'm going to make sure you get your commission. Oh, ma'am, I don't work here. Oh, ma'am, it's okay. It's okay. Because what I cursed. Now, it's reference points I pull from. His bridges of conversation. his knowledge that speaks to my, my night season gave me knowledge for my morning. Some of you are cursing your night season. But all you gotta do is make it to morning and don't miss the journey of it. Lord, thank you for your word today and thank you for what you spoke to us. Thank you for speaking to our hearts and our minds. Help us to be sober and that when we leave service today, that we don't miss what you said and what you did in us and through us. Mm -hmm. Lord, night seasons are hard when we're going through them, but I thank you that you conquered the night. So even when we go through them, they can't kill us or destroy us. You said though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we don't have to fear because even in night seasons, you are with us. So let us discern your presence. Let us discern your presence. In Jesus' name. Hey, this is Bishop S.Y. Younger. Thank you for watching this video. And now, what I need you to do is like and subscribe to this YouTube channel so you can continue to get more inspirational, motivational, and gospel content in your direction.